Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. And I'm all alone today, just me for Zine Thursday. I'm just going to start this out. It's been a crazy week. I've been overwhelmed. We've had all kinds of family issues with the children and stuff. And I've had zero time. And I was so scared. It's like, I need a Zine Quest. Or I'm sorry, not Zine, it's not Zine Quest, it's Zine Thursday. I need a Zine for Zine Thursday. I need to, I need to, I need to record one. And I was, I was scared. I'm getting to the last minute here. This is the latest I've gotten an episode done. But I'm doing it. I've made it on time. So we won't miss a day. What I decided to do, is, it's my newest zine, the first or the last thing that just came in, the mail from a Kickstarter. And this is a bit different than any one I've ever done in some ways. Uh, number one, it's a fifth edition zine. I don't really pick up a lot of fifth edition material, but I was interested in the art and it looked like an interesting adventure. So I backed it. It's a really, really quality, beautiful zine. This is a little bit different in the printing and stuff. This is a uh, risograph printed zine, Bleak Sprout. It's put out by Deadbox Games. So if you want to check it out and, and, and maybe get yourself a copy, go to deadboxgames.com. I think it's only like $9, but the risograph printing is beautiful. The art is beautiful. And I'll talk about that a little more as I get into it. I'm going to talk a little bit about the difference between this module reading through it and a lot of the ones that I usually run or buy. There's definitely a different uh, approach to writing it than what I'm used to. I definitely pick up things that are more sandboxy, and this is more of a, a definitive path. Now, the path is cool. If you're into like story games with role play heavy, like interactions, it seems like it's kind of geared towards that. They want you to take your time to talk to fungus. <laughs> Bleak Sprout's all about fungus. So I'll, I'll go through some of the storyline itself, and I might, I might even talk about things that I'm going to do different because I think I'm going to use this for my game, even though I don't run fifth edition. There's only a few little stats in here I'd have to replace for the game I'm running, and that's what I'll probably do. I'm also going to probably use a couple other little zines in conjunction with it because in Bleak Sprout, you get shrunk down all tiny. And you have to run around. What happens is you, you get a fungal infection. This mold starts growing on you, this fungus, and, 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 and little mushrooms start popping out of you. And it's a great little zine because it talks about everything from the, the scent of the fungus to the flavors of it. So there's lots of uh, sensory type information to help flesh it out and bring it to life when you're playing it. That's nice. The color and the art together with the risograph printing, I... I really like it. It's nice looking. It, it's very, I don't want to say arts, artsy, but it's very artsy. The Truffle Tower, as you reach the Truffle Tower, you, you get shrunk down and after you get this infection of fungus in the storyline, and there are these little sporlings, almost like little, I don't, I don't want to know if they're fungi or something like that, but I, they call them sporlings or minuscule sentient spores is what it says they are. And they come to you for help to eliminate whatever it is that this bleak sprout that you've caught, it, it's spreading all over everywhere and destroying everything and, and growing and killing the, the funguses. And you have to go up the truffle tower at one point. Now, this has a direct path, like you follow up the, the truffle tower and you're taken to the leader of the of these sporlings and you're kind of sent on the quest to go uh, eliminate the bleak sprout and find the source of it. 
but I may play it a little more sandboxy when I get to it. It doesn't have really like a map or an interior or like layout of the truffle tower. So I may draw one up. And then you go underneath a log, so the underlog, and there's a cool map for the underlog. It's not a map map topographical. It's very graphic, like uh, very pretty, pretty pictures. There's an eye shrine, the shriveled tongue shrine, the stone bridge, the wood rope bridge, and they're all, oh, these hues of blues and this sort of uh, more, like what was that? Not a reddish, but more of a deep. I don't even want to say maroon. The color is here. I'm not 100 certain what it is. But uh, all of these little things that are like like shrunken down decay and fungi and, and things that you would probably find under a log, and it looks cool. It really does. They do a good job of it. As the story goes, you kind of follow along the path of uh, meeting up with interesting, quirky, shrunken down, tiny little, uh, little creatures, sentient little things, tarantula witch, the shrines, the mounts. Um, the picture of the bleak temple that you eventually walk into again is a full play spread of this thing. It's gorgeous. It's great to show your players when you're playing game because there's not really any information on the double play spread. It's just a wonderfully done image, beautiful colors. And I feel that it really invokes a certain feeling uh, that that would be fun to have at game. That does give you a little bit of the interior of that. And again, it's still drawn in that very graphic way, not in like the, like the regular, like, uh, you know, graph paper maps that I'm used to. It's beautiful little bugs and stuff throughout. You reach a tiny council. Uh, the little tiny council fellows are great. They, they are like little fungi that you would find if you're out hiking in the woods and they look like they're kind of composed of them. And the whole time you're, you've got fungus growing on you. There's all these different charts of negative effects as you're getting infected and stuff like that. So there's fun things that you can do in game with it. And at the at, towards the end of the adventure, you eventually run into uh, the imp that's, again, spoilers, the imp who's been spreading this has been infected by a, uh, a cosmic parasite. Now, as I look through this, I think I would like to do more of a... Um, more a little bit looser than the story they have and let my players kind of explore it so what i think i'll do if i pull this out and i'm thinking about pulling this out on my table early on because the cosmic parasite's interesting it's got this planar traveling element to the adventure where it came from another plane essentially another dimension another realm and that's something i'm wanting to get into in this campaign i'm gonna be running so I might use this with some other zines I have that are specifically on fungi and spores. The other thing I was thinking of is I've got a bunch of these mouse reader adventures from that mouse reader Kickstarter and kind of delving into those and maybe throwing in some more fun stuff for being little and running around the logs when they shrunk that shrink down. So I might use some of these in conjunction with each other to kind of make it a little more sandboxy when I run it. But if you like a pretty much a, a story route, I, I, I'm not trying to be insulting when I say, but more of a railroad. This is very railroad. It's very direct. There's like a path you follow. You go here next. It lays out in three acts where the beginning and ending of the adventure should be and stuff like that. So it's a bit different than the way I'm used to having a, a adventure written up, but it's good. And there's great ideas in here. There's great descriptions. The writing is pretty, pretty, pretty good. There's also a few things at the back, like a, there's some games and stuff you can play. One was like a like a little gambling game. Where'd that go? 
the fungus goblin. Oh, there's also fungus goblin goblins too. That's always fun. Um, there's some monsters and stuff like that. Again, I'd probably have to go um, look at some other stats for some of these monsters because fifth edition monster stats tend not to uh, correlate with earlier editions as well. And we tend to run earlier editions, but there's plenty of, uh, of fungi and fungi related creature that correlate within the various books that monster manuals. So it's easy to find if you're running for something else. But if you're running it for fifth, you got it all right here, everything you need. Now there's the Forager Demon mini game at the back. It's an encounter where, where you can assess where it can occur anywhere in the underlog or run separate from Bleak Sprout. The adventurers stumble into a demon in a forest who challenges to the challenges them to a game of mushroom plucking. And it's got the rules of the game that the demon challenges you to and how to run it and all. It's it's a solid zine. I appreciate it. Uh, I definitely suggest it. <laughs> it's, it's, and the biggest thing for me with this and the big seller was the art. It is beautiful. And the risograph printing only adds to that beauty of it. Now, the front cover is a bit different than the rest because it seems a bit more full color. I'm, I'm assuming it's also risograph, but, but the interior tends to be more of a two to three color print. Um, it overlays well. The cosmic parasite's so cool. The way the blues come off it is almost ethereal looking at it. It's this nasty little monster feller. And uh, it, it works well. I am... I am almost... I'd say I am almost 60% certain I'm going to try to rip this one out in the campaign that I'm going to be running here soon. Like I said, I have at least one other zine that's just all fungi that I'm hoping to review on here that I haven't yet. And I think it, I don't remember what it's called shrooms or something like that. It's a little thing you pick up off Lulu. I'll have to try to pull it out and get to the review sooner than later. And I, like I said, the mouse reader stuff, and that's really where I think I'm going to kind of maybe dabble with it and kind of take from this and throw some other elements from some of those adventures into it. And Go with the feel and the images they have. I'm going to use those images, show them to the, the players at the table because they've done such a great job setting up atmosphere. I'm going to use the uh, flavor text here because the flavor text is amazing. Those are things that I definitely want to use in an adventure. They have done a great job with the text. I'm trying to think of some, see if I can pull out one of the better pull quotes. Um, I'll just go ahead from the start. Welcome, welcome, my new friends. Our hospitality we extend. Now stand here before us. There's much to discuss. We see that you're sprouted. Terrible, terrible. No doubted. Help, yes, we can. We will. That's the plan. And in doing so, we hope you'll lend us your hands. Only fair, only fair to prevent further despair. It's got a very Alice in Wonderland feel to me when I look through this and read through some of it. When you first run into the little sentient spores, they're tiny and you're big and there's a little riddle there for the table. So if you like puzzles and riddles, it's got that there. I don't know if the, what your, your group likes with puzzles and riddles, but it's a D, it's just kind of a mixed up words. Like they've, uh, they've scrambled the words and you have to figure out what it is they're saying, looking for help from the adventurers to rid themselves of the bleak sprout. And the bleak sprout again, of course, is the, the fungi that's 
infected your characters and is destroying the woods and area around the around where this adventure takes place. Like I said, it was on Kickstarter, but if you're looking for it, I know that you can go to their website, deadboxgames.com. I will make sure there's a link in the show notes. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review. And those of you that have, because I've seen those some of those out there, I, I, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Share with your friends. And those of you that have been, because I've seen some of that out there too, I want to thank you so much for doing that. I, I really do. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We could really use the support. Uh, all of this kind of comes out of our own pockets. Uh, some of the advertising has been able to pay for some of the software we've had to pay for to keep this going and uh, and whatnot. And, you know, trying to use that Patreon money to pay a server bill and everything else. So we can really use the support. Just go to patreon.com backslash wobblies and wizards if you enjoy having a daily RPG podcast. And as always, keep those dice rolling.